You're listening to Accelerate, ServiceNow podcast series about achieving your business outcomes, where we talk about implementing the Now platform and getting you trained on it. Hey everyone, this is Crystal Clevenger. And this is Deidrees. We are your hosts and excited to talk to you about training, certification, achieving success with and deploying ServiceNow. Hey, Dee, it's nice to talk to you. It's not like I haven't talked to you since yesterday. Thanks for having me on the show with you today. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's always great to be on the show with you. And boy, have we got a good show today or what, huh? I know. I'm really, really excited. We have a special guest with us today. Her name is Trish Johnson, and she's from Beckton Dickinson. Trish, welcome to the Accelerate podcast. Uh, I'm, I'm so thrilled to meet you virtually. I've heard your name many, many times from Dee and others at ServiceNow. And you're quite the customer celebrity at ServiceNow. So um, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what you've done with ServiceNow? Hello, Dee and Crystal, and thanks for having me here. And that was, that was quite a flattering introduction, but happy to happy to be here. Um, and as Dee knows, I always love diving into this topic. I'm Trish Johnson uh, from BD, been on the ServiceNow platform for about 11 years working with the product. Started back then, like everyone um, in the ITSM space, and we've been doing everything, you know, from ITSM, ITOM, ITBM, you know, we do our demand, portfolio management. The biggest uh, thing that we've done that we've been doing for the longest time is in our shared services. Um, And we have four shared service centers around the world. Can you tell us a little bit about the goal of the Enterprise Shared Services Program? Yeah, absolutely. So um, overall for BD, right, I, you know, I, I mentioned we've got four shared service centers around the world that really, you know, provide the transactional work uh, for, for, for BD, right? And, you know, we, they use strategic partners, they have uh, fulfillment centers themselves, and really the, there is, was such a large range of technologies, right, especially when acquiring companies, you know, talking 13 ERP systems, um, so on and so forth. And everything was being done in email. Um, So really the goal of the program is not only to service the business by, you know, centralizing, harmonizing the process, the people, locations, and everything that's done around those business processes, but from the ServiceNow and technology side, how can we help them do that, right? How can we use ServiceNow as the system of engagement with vendor portals, customer portals, um, how can we use it as a system of engagement for these fulfillers who have in the past been swivel chairing back to multiple ERPs, right? And being able to do these services while still capturing all of our analytics and insights, right? For these these uh, shared service centers, processes, and functions. Always, you know, with a mind's eye of what can we automate, you know, and identifying those opportunities in partnership with our shared service centers. So the goal was really to get to a place of automation for your users, your customers, your partners. Automation and harmonization as well, right? We're talking about a lot of disparate processes, right? Latin America may do something one way, Europe another way, vastly, you know, so we really are looking at harmonizing not only the processes, but that technology used to do them correct. That way the technology is used the same way across the globe. Exactly, because the ultimate goal is to get to these fit-for-purpose processes to follow the sun, 
right? Um, that is the ultimate goal is to get to that follow the sun model. You can't automate what you can't repeat. <laughs> so we have to, that first step in that journey was harmonize the process using service now, you know, to do that. Cause you can, we can, you know, have same services with different workflows, right. In service now for Latin America or Europe or different onboarding processes, um, as we work towards that Germany of harmonization. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, and Trish, kind of to build on that, right? So the many conversations that you and I have had have been around, you know, in order to do the automation and get that harmonization of processes, the global, uh, you know, synchronization and alignment, it requires a certain skill level of a team to, to execute on that. So I would love to learn a little bit more about how you've gotten your team trained and certified and in a position to succeed with this shared services center. Uh, you know, how do you go about doing that at BD? Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and have a lot of passion for this topic because I think it's so key to a successful program as a customer. Um, and, you know, we were really lucky with BD and BD, you know, saw the value in investing in the internal team to utilize all these tools that ServiceNow is providing us. And so when we were originally stood up the instance, you know, we had a very small team of, you know, four developers and an integration partner and myself that got this instance stood up for the shared service centers in 11 weeks. And, you know, large that was experience, you know, that people were already ensured they had their certified system administrator, were already active on community, reaching out, you know, to our partners at ServiceNow on, hey, what are your best practices? How do you set up an internal an internal team. It's what all is available on the customer success center for you. Here's how you can I interrupt you here for a minute, Trish, and ask you, you you talked about um, best practices. Are you using, um, what are you using for that? Are you relying on that create or anything else that that service now offers? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm sure I'll talk ad nauseum on now create. So I live in the customer success center. So, you know, and, and I'll, I'll go back a little bit to answer your question, right? So with this small team, we stood at the instance and, you know, it was a, a global implementation and, but it was still very much finance services, procurement services, and we utilized the ITSM old service management suite at the time to do so. As this platform has grown and even back then, and I'm sure a lot of new customers or even some of your legacy customers know this is, your, your small in, implementer team had to do the training, had to set up your demand management processes, had to set up governance, technical portfolio, all of these things, right? You were doing a lot of this yourself. And, you know, I, I really look to service now with, you know, help, help me, right? I, I'm trying to not only get this instance stood up, but I need to have these best practices. And at the same time, that's where it was, you know, champion enablement back in the day, but it's now customer success. You guys stood up those assets and now create is what it is now. Um, the playbooks um, and, and bringing this back to today is, you know, we still have a small internal team and, and Dee, I'll get to your question here in a second mm -hmm. too, right? With the training that we continue to, to this, this platform is, so huge, right? You know, there was a great post on LinkedIn, I think just this last week about you, you can't know everything. Here's how you utilize the customer success center to, you know, help you. The, the playbooks, you know, for new products, the 
success maps, the best practices, the foundational stuff that is out there on, you know, here's how you estimate what size internal team you should have. Here's how you help govern your partners. And me and in my position, those things are key in terms of setting up the foundation of the team. For all the members of the team and for the people even in the shared service centers or in HR business analysts or the team leads in the HR center, service, uh, excuse me, center of excellences, they need to be as familiar with this product, not so much on the technical level, right, as, as me and the development team does. But there's on now learning, right, the badges, the you know, all the, the small trainings that are very focused to business analysts or HR leaders or, you know, HR, are you struggling with how to, maybe you haven't done service management as a concept before in HR, let us help you, right? And so all of those things are out there. And it's one of the first things we do with, you know, when you're coming into the product is, okay, here's your recommended now learning trainings that you should have as an HR leader, as an HR business analyst, as an HR admin, right? And it's really a series of things from now create to now learning, to the community sites, to forums you should join, to the YouTube playlist. It utilizes everything that you have out there. Sounds like it's safe to say that it's not just, it's, I mean, it's training and certification along with all the resources that you mentioned that really completes the whole package of making sure you have a team that's prepared to help you succeed. Is that... Does that sound correct? Absolutely. And the training and now learning is a good place to start. You know, some of the fundamental courses or even some of the small micro certifications or things like that, because you guys have done, especially in the new release, a really good job to linking those small little now learning trainings out to the success maps, out to the playbooks, out to the community. And so you know, once you get people's feet wet and start going to now learning, they're given the tools to start that journey and learn more and get more engaged, right? And the more engaged they are with all this material, the the easier my job becomes, but also the more value you can unlock, right? Because they have ideas, they're getting that. On yeah. the training side, though, that's core, right? I mean, it's absolutely core from the development team, right? I'll use um, business continuity management is a, is a perfect example. Um, you know, there was interest we're going to do disaster recovery, you know, a, a strategic goal, and we're going to use, you know, business continuity management to do that, you know, as a possibility, you know, within a week, we had, you know, me and two of the members of my team went to now learning, we got microserted on the BCM application, took all the other foundational trainings, I had the process guides, the playbooks, had a template, a toolkit, basically mm -hmm. able to be compiled that guys do on workshops. All of those things, we did that within a week, got this out to our businesses and our IT leaders. And within two weeks, it was, you know, thumbs up, let's move forward with this. This is great. And had been able to get this in, you know, a very fast and smooth and we're going to start, you know, actually implementing this in the next month. So mm -hmm. it, it's a whole package deal from the training, but it starts with the training right? <laughs> and, yeah. and you can build from there. I, I so, love to hear that starting with training. There you go. <laughs> so in addition to training, Trish, are there other programs or services that you would recommend or you would say have helped BD in the past 
a couple of things here is, is one in terms of the services and the expert services and, and customer success services. Um, you know, I, I applaud the, the customer success program that you guys have put together. And, you know, new customers absolutely must take advantage of that. I, I go back to, again, this platform is huge. Um, you need an overall governing architect, right? You need someone that is in tune with the roadmaps, the value stream that we're unlocking. I mean, ServiceNow is acquiring products and, and new capabilities so fast, it's extremely hard to keep up. If you do not have that overarching architect, you're going to get into a lot of technical debt. You're going to get into rebuilds. You're not going to be able to unlock value as fast as you could for your, for your businesses. Not everybody gets the or, you know, luxury of having that in-house. Um, and ServiceNow provides great architects for that. We actually just did um, one of your expert services because we are a legacy customer, right? We've implemented products that you that you now you didn't have back then, but you have now, right? And, or you know capabilities and functions, right? How do you, as a legacy customer, ensure that you're rolling that out to bring the new to unlock the value, right? We just had a, a service come in and help us with here's what you need to roll back, here's how you can move forward to unlock the value and move that forward. That's a, a wonderful service, right? So those architectural customer success services, key to your success if you're new or if you're legacy, right? Uh, we're lucky enough to have a wonderful and very knowledgeable internal team, right? Um, so we do a lot of this stuff ourselves. Why though? Because you've given us all the materials and training to do it, right? <laughs> But if you don't, not every company and actually very few are lucky enough to have that internal team, right? But you do have internal governance. And one of the things that, you know, so if you aren't set up for your technical governance, how do I govern these service partners that are coming in here and building these implementations? How do I ensure that they're meeting best practices and standards, right? Setting up your governance processes is another expert services that I highly recommend if, if you don't have a in-house, definitely, you know, from you guys, but also, and back to the materials and trainings and best practices that you have, whoever is doing that internally, utilize that I'll create, utilize the best practices, utilize everything that's out there, including the, you want to know if this partner is certified and say you're bringing something on. They may be a great ITSM implementer but they've never done security operations or they've never done dcm before right you have on your site and csc and now learning you can go out and see are these people certified right that you know you have names how many certifications do they have are they actively engaged on community and badges right are, are that shows me internally that this service par partner knows this product and I can have confidence in what they're gonna do. But also using your governance best practices, right? And templates and everything, we've set up that oversight to ensure that, you know, certifications and everything notwithstanding, it still meets our internal governance, which ensures our long our long term scalability, right? So yeah. Did that answer your question, Crystal? Uh, it, I, I can wander does. on this topic forever. <laughs> <laughs> you are so fascinating to listen to because you're so, you're, yeah, you're just really passionate about our products and, and our, 
you know what we can offer to you as a customer. Did you have uh, before we close? Do you have any other questions you want to ask, Trish? Yeah, I mean, Trish, you kind of touched on this throughout our conversation today, but as you continue to grow your ServiceNow footprint and do more with our solutions, uh, you know, how are you going to continue to leverage not just training? but really all of the resources available to you, best practices that you talked about, leading practices, training, uh, you know, essentially everything you just touched on. What, what's the plan moving forward? So, you know, continuing to, to drive out the tools that you've given us, right, with customer success, with now learning, out more than just our team, right, out more into the businesses, continuing to do that, definitely. Also, you know, continuing to improve, but using what works. Um, you know, we're looking at, you know, security operations, vulnerability response, and expanding into GRC. What my team is doing right now is getting certified in all of those things, right? Before we've even gotten these anywhere near financial approved or down, you know, that we're getting certified and what our strategic goals are for the next two years. We're putting together the toolkits on now create on, you know, the certifications by roles that are needed, um, you know, best practices, playbooks, and, and we continue to make product-based toolkits, um, mm -hmm. including to the starter stories, the requirements. Um, and just as you guys give us more material, we incorporate in there. As we learn more best practices, we get them in there, you know, and then just encourage that engagement. This certifications, microcerts, badges, that's all part of our, I, I meant to mention this earlier, it's all part of our annual, you know, reviews and objectives and goals, nice. right? It's part of our program as far as that goes, and that will continue as well. Um, yeah. But, you know, just those toolkits for other customers, I can't say enough about them, right? This product changes and grows so quickly that mm -hmm. having those toolkits out there, put into together and make them your own. Right, you take what you've done and make it work for your business and your scale, and it's invaluable. It, it is the way to truly unlock the value. So we'll we'll keep doing that. That sounds awesome, and and there's like so many things that I want to dive deeper on. So we'll have to bring you back at some point. But Crystal, yeah, I'm gonna turn it over to you to, uh, you know, any last questions or anything to close this out. No, I don't have any more questions for you, Trish. I think you coming back would be awesome. I really appreciate uh, me crashing your party, the two of you. <laughs> and for our <laughs> listeners, you they got two hosts today for the price of one. What a deal. Um, thank you so much, Trish, for um, chatting with us and enlightening us on what you've done at BD. Um, look forward to talking to you again soon, hopefully. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I, I... Uh, as Dean knows, I, I love this piece of the program. Managing Absolutely. the program, I can talk forever about. So, yeah, uh, thank you very much. This is it for today's episode. I'm Crystal Clevenger. And I'm Dee Idris, and this is the ServiceNow Accelerate podcast series. Look for us in the ServiceNow community at community.servicenow.com. And be sure to follow us in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our next episode.